This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. You're listening to Monday's episode of The Archers from BBC Radio 4. What do you think? Yeah, it looks about ready, I'd say. Yes, that's what I thought, Stella. Except... Huh? Well, right now, we've got more tasks on hand than our available labour can cope with. Really? As well as getting the maize in, we need to spray off some pasture ready for winter wheat. And there are some fields ready for drilling now. I see. I checked with the freelance that Adam recommended, Ed Grundy. Yeah, yeah, he's our usual chap. But he's busy elsewhere. Mm, Well, he does work for other contractors. No, I can help out. Uh, It's good of you to offer, Brian. And, of course, I'm perfectly capable of driving the maize harvester myself. I'm sure you are. The spraying or drilling too. And I'm I'm happy to do it, if I have to. But it's not a sustainable way to run the business long term. I should be spending the bulk of my time on management, looking at the big picture. That's why we employed you. And aren't you supposed to be enjoying your retirement? (laughs) That's the theory, yes. (laughs) Actually, Stella, you're preaching to the choir. I always thought Adam put too much pressure on himself by being overly hands-on. Right. Well, the maze will wait for now, and I'll put tractor driver Paul on my to-do list. I take it that recruitment is going to be worth the effort. What do you mean? Well, you've definitely abandoned your thoughts of selling up. Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, as you said, we, we might have to trim a little... Depending on how this blessed divorce business pans out. But? Well, I'm minded of the old farmer's saying, Stella. Get off my land. (laughs) Live like you'll die tomorrow. Farm like you'll farm forever. I want to farm forever. Ah, well, it's great to hear you being so positive. Uh, Jenny said much the same thing. Okay, shall we start with spraying off the grass? Well, there is one further problem with that. Yes? Why take her? Yes. Full of sheep. Okay. Did you tell Brookfield Farm they could graze there? I don't think so. Because I certainly didn't. Well, they're a nice bunch. Why don't you pop over there and discuss it in person? Sure, they'll sort it out pronto. Yeah, it's time I met them. I'll call ahead for you. Give them a heads up. Well, this looks impressive. Yeah, hey, Alistair, have we got something? No, just come home for lunch. Oh. And, you know, see how things are coming along. I get it. Hello, Blake. Hi. Where does the vat go, Jazza? Don't worry about that. I'll sort it. You're obviously doing a very thorough job. Always clean up afterwards. Mr Moss was very strict on that. Yes. A tidy job means a happy customer. Well, it's certainly very tidy. Thank you. You seem on your super smooth counter. Absolutely. The edging is superb. You'd never know it had been altered. You wouldn't recognise the shower. It could be in a magazine. (laughs) That's a good morning's work. Blake's done the loft ladder, I know. And that sticky bathroom door. Wow. Bit different for your morning's work, yeah. Um, Alistair's a vet. Oh, that's wicked. I I love animals. Do you? That's why I like it over the hide. All them birds to look at. You must have a chat with my father sometime. He's a very keen bird watcher. Make sure you've got the afternoon spare mind. Once the prof gets started on the plumage of the lesser spotted willow throstle. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever have a pet at home? 
My stepdad, Cade, had a dog. Not that I was there for long after he moved in. No. But I always liked it if on a job there was dogs or cats around. I bet you could tell Blake some stories, eh? Uh, yes, I suppose. He's a regular old creature's great and small as Alistair. I'm not sure about that. But as you seem to have finished all your work, why don't we have a spot of lunch? Oh, I don't want to be no trouble. It's the least we could do. Go on, pal. I've heard all his vetty stories a million times. You'd be doing me a favour. OK, if you're sure. You stick your tools back in the shed. All right. I'll put the vac away and I'll can knock us up some sarnies. Brian here. Yeah, hi, Brian. I'm um, sorry to bother you, Pip. I, I can't seem to get hold of your mum or dad. Oh, they're weighing bullocks. Oh, right. Probably got their hands full then. Yeah, what can I do for you? Well, just to let you know, there seems to have been a bit of a mix up with your sheep. Yes? There's nothing to worry about. Just which field they're meant to be grazing. I think they're in the wrong one. Oh, I see. So my new manager's popping over. She'll explain everything. Okay. Uh, well, I'll keep an eye out for her. Well, her name's Stella. Uh, have you met her yet? Not yet. Oh, you'll like her, I'm sure. She's top stuff. And, of course, you don't want the cat scratching at the stitches, so we put a cone on its head. You, you know the sort of thing? You mainly see them on dugs. Oh, yeah. Always wondered what they was for. So the owner took the animal home with the post-operative care plan, and we thought, job well done. Awesome. We has no the end yet, Blake. You know, two days later, the owner rang up in a terrible state. The cat wasn't eating, wouldn't use the litter tray, just lay there mewing weakly. Oh, the poor thing. So my vet nurse, Denise, said, bring it in right away. And I'm wondering, what on earth have I done wrong? Has it got sepsis or something? We took it straight into the treatment room, and of course, to examine him properly, the first thing I did was to take the cone off. And... Yeah? Miraculous recovery. It just hated the collar so much it was basically playing dead. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Did you say your stepdad had a dog? Mm, yeah. Well, he was just my mum's boyfriend, really. No, oh, I understand. What sort of dog was it? Staffy Cross. Uh-huh. What was it crossed with? I don't know. Shark? <laughs> Dragon? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he was mental. I used to call him Dogzilla. Oh, nice one. He did one good thing, though. What was that? Cade always dressed very fly, you know, new clothes all the time. I know the sort. Spent more time in front of the mirror than he did at work. Anyway, one day he come home with a machino shirt. Wanted to wear it out that night, but when he came to put it on, he couldn't find it nowhere. Let me guess. The dog had had it. <laughs> Cade found it in his basket, <laughs> ripped to bits. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Dogzilla got a few treats from me that night, I can tell you. <laughs> There's obviously been some sort of mistake. Your sheep are grazing Whiteacre? Yes, Brian said when he rang. But I need to get in there with the sprayer. So, uh, could you move them to another field, please? Well, I'm sure Dad wouldn't have put them there unless he was told he could. Not by me, I'm afraid. And Brian says he didn't say so either. If you really want them moved, we could probably get onto it in the morning. Tomorrow morning? Yeah. I I'm sorry, Pip. Brookfield has made the error. Well, that's debatable, actually. So you should put it right as soon as possible. That's what I'm saying. Tomorrow is as soon as possible. But I need to get on with the spraying now. I don't understand the urgency. It's stellar, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, with all the acres you're working on, you must have a bunch of jobs to do. What difference would 24 hours make for this one? Uh, 
With respect, I'm the one who schedules work at home farm. Well, we have our own schedules here, and everyone's busy right now. Really? Looks like you're just hedge trimming. What of it? Perhaps that could wait. No, I'm sorry. There's rain forecast, and I want to get this finished before it arrives. I don't see what difference a spot of rain will make. This field gets very soft and the tractor would leave ruts. Oh, come on. I'll speak to Dad and we'll move the sheep tomorrow. Take it or leave it. Would you like another sandwich, Blake? Oh, no thanks. Jazza? I'm done. Another cup of tea? N- no, th- that was great. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. I'd better get off now. Oh, you don't have to. Is there more jobs you want me to do? No, I mean... Turning you out of a centrally heated house to a cold wooden shelter. I don't mind. The weather's not great. Really? If that's what he wants to do, Al. Oh, yeah, sorry. Of course, it's entirely up to you, Blake. Um. Yes? Maybe if there was more jobs sometime. Yes? I could come back and you could tell me more stories about the animals. Aye, good idea. Definitely. But it doesn't have to be linked to any work. You'd be very welcome to have a meal with us. Oh, just a chat and a cuppa. Seriously, Blake, I'd like that too. Okay. And before you go, I know there was a bit of confusion yesterday, but I do need to pay you for all the excellent work you've done. Oh, no, I had my dinner. That was just a few sandwiches. I mean, proper cash. Uh, That's too much. Alice does right. This is the real world now. Different rules, big man. Absolutely. You do a job, you get some dosh. I ain't got nothing to spend it on. There's a shop next door. Where were your boots? And keep the rest safe. So when you need something in the future, you'll be able to buy it. With money you've earned. That's how things are going to work for you on. I don't know what to say. You're so kind to me. Nonsense. You've worked really hard here. You deserve it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, before I go... Yes? Uh, could I use the, um... Oh, you don't need to ask. You know what it is. <laughs> Thanks. And remember to take your money when you leave. I will. I think this has been a very important step for that young man. Right, right enough. I was thinking, if we can find him a bit more work, wouldn't have to be here. Could be elsewhere in the village. Mm, Steady she goes, but... Yeah, of course. Gently does it. Tomorrow? Yes. Well, that's all right, isn't it? Actually, Brian, I thought it was rather unprofessional. Oh. I wasn't at all impressed, I'm afraid. I'm surprised to hear you say that, Stella. I mean, the Brookfield archers are excellent farmers. Really? We've had a very close relationship with them over the years. We've only just stopped doing their arable on contract. I see. And they've been a huge help to us in the past. David actually managed this place for a while because I'd been injured by a BSE cow. It must have been a long time ago, then. Oh, it was. I'll tell you about it someday. And Ruth sat in on our partnership meetings as Rory's representative till he was 18. Well, I didn't meet David or Ruth. Well, who did you meet? The daughter. What, Pip? Mm, who seems to have a major attitude problem. Well, she, she's young, of course. Didn't stop her telling me where to get off. Well, there was a time when some of our cattle contracted IBR because of a mistake she made. What? Yeah, but that's all behind us now. She's just worked with my granddaughter, Phoebe. They got the rewilding project off the ground. Which includes some home farm and some Barrow estate land? Yes. If you don't mind me saying, Brian, it all sounds a little incestuous. Well, David is Jenny's cousin. Oh, 
I didn't mean that, obviously. No, of course not. Just that this sheep grazing arrangement needs to be run properly if it's going to work. Naturally. And if it can't, then it would be better for us not to be involved. Stella, Stella, look. I'm sure this is just a simple misunderstanding. Mm. I, I mean, I do appreciate you're new to the village. And you'll understand there are certain complexities when you have this web of relationships. An actual relation sometimes. Well, that's the same in any farming community. Exactly. But you're a woman of considerable abilities. Well, thank you. You'll soon get used to our funny ways. Maybe, but we need to think very carefully about all these cosy little arrangements. 